Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. What is up, everybody? Uh, welcome back to Bears, Blurs, and Blackwater, episode five. Uh, Bears, big win this week. Big win uh, to move to two and one. Uh, it's always a good week when the Bears win. It's always a good week. Colts got the win too, right? Yeah. Yeah, you know, I'll I mention uh, in Bears, I was there, uh, <laughs> lucked out of a win. Uh, I know you're a little frustrated with that, but uh, it was it was an awesome game. Back to thinking we we're going to win the Super Bowl, and that uh, yeah, was good. Yep, so we uh, we talk a little Bears. Uh, we got a game tomorrow here in, in the Philippines, talk a little bit about that. And uh, we got uh, Patrick Wallace. Uh, an assistant coach here uh, at Loyola coming on, moved up through the ranks, starting at uh, video coordinator, moving his way up to uh, assistant coach under uh, Coach Valentine. So we'll, we'll check in with him with some blurs, get kind of the scoop of, of practice and the new guys and, and get, get his take on some stuff and, uh, yeah, talk some hoops, and uh, it'll be a good episode. Cool. All right. Let's get into it. I correct. I saw uh, zero minutes of the Bears game. Obviously, I was at an AFC showdown. Um, I didn't <laughs> yeah, watch- tell me a little bit about that. Oh, okay. I'll start with that. Um, I went into it, you know, uh, not expecting much, but you know, I knew I put my heart out into it. Um, got to see Tate and Rob Hall down there, you know, like we're fired up. Was getting chirped at from uh, Jake Boffman, Clayton Custer, and Ben Richardson. Just a uh, slew of Chiefs fans. Yeah, you know. yeah. Loyola really taught me that. There's a lot of Chiefs fans, which maybe that's just because of uh, their success over the past couple of years. But um, yeah, didn't expect a lot. And uh, you know what? The Colts probably didn't play to the standard you need to win, but they got it. The Chiefs tried to be a little cute with us a couple times and uh, capitalized, came down. Awesome game-winning drive. Um, so, yeah, back to thinking they're going to win the Super Bowl. So every week, every week, um, obviously, I'm in the Philippines. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm not a gambling man, okay? I don't really gamble. Oh, yeah. But every week, I pick either a three- or a four-team parlay. And give it to my to my bookie in the United States, aka my father, Kevin Crowig. Yeah, Kevin Crowig, who 
you know, who puts the bet down on me and it's not about the money. Okay. You know, it's like, it's usually 20 bucks. It's not about the money. If I win, if I lose, whatever, it's just so that I can watch the games with a little bit of, you know, fun or whatever. And I play fantasy. So, um, your Colts really screwed me. That's all I'll say. (laughs) I'm sure they screwed uh, a lot of people. (laughs) I, I had, uh, I had a good thing going. I hit everything besides the stupid Colts. I had Detroit plus six, the Bengals money line, Baltimore Ravens money line, and Chiefs minus five and a half. And the the Colts ended up winning. So that hurts. Kevin Krutwig, not a big Colts fan right now. Lost out on, a, on 170 bucks. I'm sorry. Did you say the Colts money line or no, no, no. sorry, the Chiefs money line Chiefs or the minus cover? five and a half. Yes. That was the craziest thing to me. I thought that was a ridiculously generous line for the Colts and they you took it no oh okay well like I said each week by the way the Lions I mean bless their soul I mean they've covered they've covered every week if you're a, if you're a gambler and you're listening to this go with the Lions they have covered every week they've first week I I hit uh, Steelers, money line, Lions, and someone else, and it started off with 170 bucks to make huh. these bets. So that's why uh, that's why I keep coming back to make them. But all right, onto the Bears. Yeah. Um, and also, I leave the Bears out of that every week. Okay. Because it will, it will. <laughs> the one week I, tra- I I put them in there was when they played the Packers, and I will never put them in there again. <laughs> They definitely have uh, some certain results that you look at and you just can't tell yourself that's what it's really going to be. I get that. No, okay. no. Um, but yeah, we won. Won a game. Won. You never, you never uh, turn down a win in, in the NFL. A um, couple, couple points and we'll get to the, to the three stars. I really like this three stars thing we're doing. Oh, yeah. Okay. Uh, we actually scored some points. Yeah. Bear standards. Yeah, it takes three over. points, which is really bad for me to say. But yeah. as a Bear fan, that's hey, that's a lot of points, man. Uh huh. Twenty three points. We actually scored two touchdowns. Mm hmm. Uh, which uh, is in the first three games was not the norm. Uh, yeah. The ground game. I mean, people I've been talking to, um, aka my my family members and some friends. I think we should just. I think we should go back and watch some old, some old time football movies. Remember the Titans, a couple other ones, and just adapt and just adapt the the old uh, wing back, tailback, triple option pitch mm. offense because well, the way we're running the ball right now is is great. Um, I would love to see the passing game get going a little bit more. Uh, I think everybody in Chicago is is. Hoping to see that, um, yeah. I mean, I was looking at the stats. It was hundred hundred yards passing. Not good. I mean, the yeah. Bears have to be dead. The Bears have to be dead last, and they are in any sort of passing statistic in the whole I keep league. See, I keep seeing those those different funny stats as far as. Whether it's yards, like receiving too, that like there's a bunch of receivers with more receiving yards than the entire Bears, or the attempts. Oh, yeah, I, I mean, like the both the 
completions and attempts are like drastically low. Um, yeah, it's 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 interesting. Now I did watch the fifteen minute you know recap. Herbert, man, I feel like he's yeah. done this before, where like randomly he gets a ton of carries and does really well. Yeah, I mean, my, my, Montgomery got hurt, and uh, I hope he's all right. Obviously, he, mm-hmm. him and – I feel like it was becoming him and Herbert uh, uh, as like a dual, like a dual back threat type type of thing, yeah. kind of like uh, – or, or maybe not becoming that, but like I could see that happening. Whereas mm-hmm. it, it kind of like, uh, you know, in Cleveland, they got a pretty good running attack. They got Nick Chubb. They got Kareem Hunt. Kind of like a, yeah. a one-two kind of punch. Uh, Montgomery is definitely mm, slower. That, I mean, way slower than Herbert. Herbert's got like a, a good burst, I feel like. Yeah. Montgomery has got, um, you know, that change of direction, that kind of slippery, uh, yeah. you know, about him. Breaks tackles that you know, he's going to break. Um, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, we, we got something developing there. I just wish uh, – I think teams now have realized and – uh, maybe, you know, we've only played three games, but the, every team, every game that I've watched so far is they're not letting the, the, you know, the, the boot roll out or the naked boot on us. Like every guy, every team has got their end staying hmm. with Justin Fields on the, even, yeah. even on play action, you know, like we, we tried a couple, uh, play fakes last week and and against the Packers where it just just got eaten up because you know they they know stay home stay home on him because uh you know he can make those big plays if he gets out of the pocket free so yeah well, I mean he made you, some good you know, throws he made some you good know throws. why they do that though why they can do that it's because they can get pressure on him in other ways yeah. like that's really bad that you you just can tell your DN to contain rather than pressure the passer because they're getting pressure from other places yeah I, I honestly though I don't think the line has been like as glaringly as bad if that's a word yeah as it has been in in past years I mean go go watch a uh, Cincinnati Bengals game okay yeah. <laughs> that I line mean, I mean he's Joe Burrow's getting murdered in, in some of these games I mean the first game against the Steelers I watched they were they were in there like like that yeah um yeah i think there could be some improvements um uh, what offensive line can improve every week unless you know you, yeah one of the best i mean the colts mm-hmm. got a pretty good offensive line no they don't they have no? they have a well-paid offensive line they have a well-paid offensive line well, what happened to the days of old i'm there yeah a couple new faces and a little bit of new scheme and it's not doing great right now Okay. I think they'll improve. It's it's coverage thing I'm hearing. Ah, so, ah okay. well, uh, he is not on my top three performers, but okay, let's get to it. Eddie Jackson, another interception in the red zone, kind of a, a batted ball, kind of fell into his hands, but still, in games where Eddie Jackson gets an interception, what is the Bears' record? But they've lost two games and won the rest. Twelve and zero, William. Oh, wow. Twelve and zero. So he's got two interceptions through three games. Hopefully he's he's still climbing. He's still coming up. Um, but like I said, he's not on the top three. Um, so 
Here we go. Top three. Obviously, the first one, Herbert, 157 yards, two touchdowns, seven. 7.98 yards of carry. Um, you know, he kind of really – I mean, he won the game for us. He, mm-hmm. he led us in, in – Montgomery went down. Uh, you know, we stuck with the run, stuck with the run, and he, you know, he, he broke off some big ones. I think he broke off like a 50-yarder, 52 yards or something like that. Um, yeah. That's nice to see. You know, that's nice to see when you when you pound it, pound it, pound it, and then you, you're able to break it for a big one. Um Second guy, Roquan Smith, 16 tackles, um, and then the, the game ceiling interception uh, to, okay. to kind of to, to seal the game, which was great. Um, la- against the Packers, a lot of people, uh, a lot of people critical of him. Uh, he looked a little slow in the run game. Uh, wasn't wasn't getting side to side like he normally does. And uh, you know, he came out this game and and kind of proved why. He uh, he thinks he deserves the money, and and I, I think a lot of Bears fans after watching that game will would agree with him. Um, you know, I think he, he's still it's a long season, right? It's a long season, so we got to we got to see how it works out. He's also playing a new a new position. Um, he's playing like the strong side linebacker or weak side linebacker, one of the two. One of the two. I think he's I think he's weak side actually, mm-hmm. um, instead of the middle. So I, I think it's it's taking some time to get used to and maybe they will move him back to the middle because it, it seemed to be where, where he was uh, the most effective. And then the last, um, the last star of the game. And this is, I think it's been two out of the three, two out of the three games that I've put these guys as the star, but the O line, man, I mean, whenever you run for that many, uh, that many yards, you yeah. got to give it up to the, to the big yeah. fellows up front. Um, I mean, sure. The running back has, you know, the speed and you know okay he makes a guy miss or two but those big dudes are, are creating a hole up there right and uh so give credit where credit is due on um, the 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 line to be an offensive lineman in in chicago is probably not one of the uh easier jobs to do yeah. in the NFL. it's very critical very very critical so uh you know got to give those guys some credit up front and uh yeah, I think the Bears might be the worst screen pass team in the NFL. I mean, I would, I would probably the worst right up there, dude. No, the Colts. I, I don't we'll, believe we'll do that. that on third and eleven or third and eight. Like literally, I think with the idea, I think they're gonna get. And what they get was this, was the, the screen completed? But sometimes it's not. You're right. Yeah, but yeah, we, we had a couple. Either Fields threw it too low. Uh, we had another screen where Mooney just dropped it. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, we, we got some things to work out in like, passing. I feel like the, these screens, like, you should be able to see if it's going to work before you snap the ball. Like, you see who's out there, and if the matches coverage is right, it should be fine. Like, and if it's not, then, then call it off. But, no, I, I feel like there's a massive – unsuccessful amount of screens but i don't know people just like yeah. to get the ball out watch a bears game and watch right. a bears game and see them well, i think we probably threw three or four screens and two to three of them are just incomplete hmm. on a screenplay which should never be the case yeah but so we got the giants like i said in the opening we got the giants this week got a chance to go three and one Kind of turn some heads, uh, heading in. 
to, to the rest of the season. Three and one would be have a nice little ring to it. Uh, much better than two and two. I'll say that. Um, who do some of the see who some of the people in the division got this week? Um, the Lions got the Seahawks. Oh, Packers got the Patriots, which could be a good game. Uh, but I, I think Mac Jones might be out. Yeah, I don't think it's gonna be a great game. Uh, Patriots are always tough, man. Yeah, they I got, know. They got a good coach. Yeah, <laughs> they got a good coach. Uh, that's good ball coach, you know, over there. <laughs> I don't. I don't even. I think the Vikings have a bye week. Nope, they play. Uh... Sunday morning in London against James oh, Winston and the New Orleans Saints. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, nah, the Vikings are probably going to win that one. Yeah. So, got to win this game. Got to win the games we can win. Okay. We got to right. win the games we can win. So, uh, we'll check back in next week and uh, hopefully the Bears get another W. Looking forward to catching some football this fall. Go no further than our friends at TicketEstore.com for all your ticket needs. They've got you covered wherever you want to sit and don't sack you with the fees at checkout. Check out their site at TicketEstore.com or visit them in downtown East Dundee to get into the game. All right, a couple things going on in terms of players. As far as other players abroad, <clears throat> not everyone's abroad. Lucas Williamson started training camp out in uh, – I guess they did media day in LA, but now they're out in Vegas. Um, not going to bother him during this time, but uh, can't wait to to hear from him about his experience out there. Well, I sure. talked to him. I I messaged him uh, twice. Asked him how oh. he said the, he said the first day it was just like freshman year of college. Yeah, he said he didn't yeah. get one live rep the first day. Jeez, um, but so. he said the second day he did. Second day he got he got in in some live reps. Uh, he said it's going well, so <laughs> definitely uh, I'm gonna keep checking in with them just because uh, yeah. you know I don't know it's, it's, it's a new experience. I don't know. He did, I don't think uh, him and Kawhi and PG are uh, buddy, <laughs> buddy, buddy buddy. So you know yeah. I don't know. He, he's kind of out there right now. So I'm gonna keep checking in with them and uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was <laughs> joking with him. I was like, you you matching up with those two today? First day. <laughs> First day you, you got you got PG. Yeah. Yeah. I like I saw that clip of Kawhi just like ball faking with his hand on top of the ball spinning. Yeah. You know, it was crazy. I'm like, oh man, that's crazy. Uh but no, yeah. I talked to him this week before like real training camp started. And for one, he said doesn't have a car, he's walking. His apartment is like right next to the facility. Oh, okay. Not for sure he'd whip out there, maybe he will, I don't know. But yeah, um, so that'll be interesting. I, I didn't know they're they're building a new uh, arena. The, oh, the Clippers are not going to be playing at the Staples or whatever it's called now. What's it called now? It's something crypto, maybe. Bitcoin or something. <laughs> no, I don't know. Um, it's not ready yet though, so I don't know. Hopefully, one day Lucas could be playing in that. Um, but then also, uh, a here had three games to get in the Euro League. Won the first the two and was Cup. playing pretty well. Euro Cup. Well, I think he's now in Euro Cup. Okay, maybe he was in Euro Cup and he's going down or something else because they lost the last game. I know Tyler Ennis was on the team. They lost to Champions. a couple other guys. It was to get into the Champions League. That's what it was. 
Jones. Okay. Okay. Got it. Understood. Okay. Um, so that that didn't quite turn out, but he's still playing. He's still playing across his continent, which which will be good. Um, I'm trying to think what else for Blurs. I mean, practice. Patty Waller. Practice starts. Oh yeah. You go. You go. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Patty Wallace will be huge. I mean, I I texted him. I like I'm j- like very interested in some of your uh, your thoughts on the uh, on the upcoming season, and uh, he you'll see he's quite the quite the basketball mind. Excited about that. What were you about to say? Practice starting? Yeah, practice has started for Loyola. Um, I don't know what day it is. Maybe day two or th- maybe three. I'm not. I think they start on Monday. Today. Yeah. Oh, okay. So it's, it's four, but they probably had one, one of the days off or something. Who knows? Yeah. But uh, first week of practice. Um, so we'll check in with Pat and hopefully uh, he can give us some details uh, about it and uh, just kind of like you said, what he what he sees from the guys and uh, what I really want to know is uh, what's Patty eating these days? You know what what is what are some spots around campus that is he still at the tropical smoothie? Every every day, um, that's what I really want to know the hard the hard hitting stuff. Yeah, he dominates tropical smoothies. It's kind of like his like coaching like niche. Like yes, he'll he'll watch film for hours for hours for longer hours than you you think I'm talking about. But he's got his tropical smoothie to yeah. get him through. The I remember day. one. Uh, I'll we'll get into it with him, but uh, okay, yes, big advocate of tropical smoothie. I feel like that would. If I ever become a coach, I would be the the, the amount of coffee consumed would be <laughs> yeah. dangerous. Would be dangerous yeah. for everyone involved. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you know, uh, I've been doing a lot of Starbucks out here. Huh. A lot of Starbucks. Not I haven't had a dunk of coffee in a while, so I know that hurts. But um, yeah, this is Duncan right here. Dunkin' Beans. Oh. Hey, what, what? We can we can talk about that in, in blurs. What what were you gonna say? You told me to bring that up, and you're gonna say something about it. Yeah. No? Okay. Okay. Uh, you had mentioned this morning you had a. You said I preset my coffee. Um, I'm not. Yeah. I didn't quite under. I've never heard of that concept before. So kind of walk All me right. through. Probably not the how that works. Perfect terminology. Okay. At what time do you preset the coffee at night? So, but before I go to bed, I put a put a filter in, put the water in, throw my beans in, um, okay. and I just click uh, brew later, and it gives me a time. I click to what this morning, I clicked to six fifty five, so I thought I'd be up at seven oh five. Okay. So yeah, and then, um, and then I wake just... up and it's ready. Oh, all right, all right. What what kind of are you an espresso guy? You said Mister Coffee. No. What? It, yeah, Mister Coffee, super basic. I said beans. I mean, I'm saying that it's like the grounds, you know, whatever. Um, and yeah, just uh, so dunk Dunkin' grounds. I, I might mix it up. I'll just get some flavor here and there for other stuff, but. 
yeah, that's uh, that's that's where I'm at. Uh, we 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 got a coffee machine. Well, we I didn't have a coffee machine, and then I did. We went out and got one, just like a <laughs> a cheapo coffee machine from the department store or whatever. But did uh, did Jess get there and just like furnish your apartment? <laughs> Uh, yeah, pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> Not uh, even like just like look, stuff like that, like a bunch of necessary items that you don't No, have. no, no. Look, man, I'm a simpleton, okay? I don't need yeah, a lot no. to live, okay? But then she comes out here, we got to go to the store, we got to yeah. get a bunch of stuff, whatever, uh, coffee machine, some utensils, that type of stuff. Um hmm. That's probably the number one thing uh, of playing overseas. Like, you never know what you're going to walk into when you first get to your apartment. Like, I haven't had, like, a bad situation yet. I've only been playing for two years. But, like, this year it was was fine and last year it was fine. Um, But you never know what you're walking into. So you got to kind of live with the fact that usually when you get there, um, you got to go out and, you know, get some stuff, whatever, whatever you like to, you know, live with or how you like to live. So you just chalk it up. You just chalk it up. I mean, we're buying stuff that I didn't even, you know, Tupperware and bologna yeah. and all this stuff, whatever. You, you sound like Ron Swanson right now. You just need food and stuff. I mean, pretty much. I mean, I was ordering yeah, a lot of my meals, so I didn't really need. I go to the grocery store here and there, but whatever. All right. Okay. Uh, I guess that's good for blurs. We'll we'll get to Blackwater and then uh, Coach Patty Wallace will uh, catch us up on plenty. Yeah, the, the 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 majority of the blurs talk will be the interview with yeah. uh, with Pat Wallace. This was kind of a a coffee. Uh, sidebar yeah i should mention we plan on having the other two assistants between coach dwyer and morgan um on if not in the preseason right as the season will begin so excited for that get get each of their uh their takes they're all pretty great basketball minds so let's go to blackwater all right correct uh since we last talked you guys uh, had a game on Saturday against Caleb Wasson. And remind me of their name. Team name. Uh, Phoenix. Phoenix. Okay. And uh, Phoenix Schoolman. How did how did that go? Uh, it was a good game. It was a good game. Uh, we came. Obviously, the first game we played was not uh, yeah. not the greatest. I think it, it was one of the largest margins of defeat. In the PBA, Jeez. but hey, it's over. Uh, we came back and uh, came out and won uh, against Phoenix, which it was a good win. It was kind of a, a grinded out win. I played 39 minutes, William. 39 minutes. Hmm. The most minutes I've ever played in my life. Now, uh, did you tell me it's, 100%. it's 48 minute game, so? Yeah, 12, yeah, yeah. Uh, 48 minutes. What, what's the most minutes you ever played in that? Loyola game, you know? Most I ever played, probably around 35 to 36. Do you remember the game? I, I would say. No, no, I don't remember the game. Yeah. Hmm. Moser never played me more than, if he could, he would never play me more than like 32 minutes. Yeah. 
you know, and we, we had some, you know, we, we had some guys that were, yeah, you know, pretty good, you know, uh, sub guys that we, that could come in and play hard. So it wasn't like, yeah. um, and so throw that yeah, was also like long, long-term stuff too. Playing your yeah, 39 minutes, a lot of minutes. Like I never just like, I'm in good shape, but like, you know, yeah. 39, 39 minutes for like a big man is tough. Mm-hmm. I, I won't lie. I won't lie. Um, so that, so I was pretty tired after the game, but, uh, yeah, it was, it was a good game. Uh, I, I matched up with, uh, with son. What, what? It's not Wesson. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know what? I, for some reason, I, I, I feel like that's the, uh, that's the correct pronunciation. Um, for some reason, like, you know, or it's just no. speculation. I, I feel like I've heard that, you know, I come from a big 10 household and I see them playing. Um, Okay. Braden, if Braden played <clears throat> these uh, Wesson or Weston brothers a lot in high school, so uh, Braden, tell us if we're saying it right. If it's Wesson or Weston. Yeah. So. Uh, sounds like Weston. <laughs> okay. Yeah, so I, yeah, whatever. I match up with him okay. uh, all game. Um, yeah. So that was tough. I mean, he he played he played pretty well, and they they had a. Uh, a local guy guarded me, uh, which is uh, it's pretty annoying sometimes. <laughs> just pretty much uh, some some of the times teams will just have like local local guys just hey go guard this import and just do whatever you possibly can <laughs> piss this guy off, yeah. be all over him, do whatever. Like, you know, so it's kind of like, uh, get under, and I'm not a guy that's like gonna, you know, fight or anything like that, but like it gets over the course of the game, it gets a little annoying just having, you know, I mean, like I go to set a screen guys, just two hand forearming me, just not a lot, you know, not allowing me to move stuff like that. So, um, definitely getting used to that. And, uh, but, but it's, it's all like it's it's fun you know it's kind of fun like um you know playing like that and, and kind of having that match up with 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 a guy that you know his his only really job is to you know stop you from touching the ball mm-hmm. doing anything you know so it's kind of it's kind of like a game in, in that sense so uh um yeah so that's been good and uh i've heard Couple couple teams got a couple guys that are labeled import stoppers, oh. you know, <laughs> you know. So like guys that just get under your skin or dirty, whatever. So um, I'm there for it, man. I'm there for it. Bring them on. Let's see. Uh, let's see what we can do. Um, so we got a game tomorrow against NLEX. Yeah. Um, we played them in the preseason. Uh, Earl Clark is their import. They they won. They beat uh rain or shine in the first uh in their first game and then um their next game got canceled due to a super typhoon that hit here in uh, the metro manila area so that was uh we played on saturday and then sunday and monday we had off but there was a super typhoon which, after doing research, a typhoon is just another word for a hurricane. Yeah, I, I guess. Um, 
It honestly wasn't uh, wasn't too bad. It wasn't like some of the clips I'm seeing from from Florida. Yeah. You know, these couple days where houses are blowing over and stuff. The wind wasn't too crazy, but there was a lot of rain. Was a lot of rain, so um, wasn't really able to do a whole much on those those off days. Okay. Um, what what did you do uh, from the from the inside during that during that time? Uh, starting to get starting to get into books. Oh, I went to uh, me. Me and Jess went to the mall <laughs> to see. Why you gotta laugh? <laughs> um, that's the title of the episode. What what what? Starting to get into books. If there's one thing you know about me, there's one. There is probably the least likely activity you would think of me doing is reading a book. Yeah. Um. So yeah, Jess brought me brought me into the bookstore, and uh, I don't know. I'm looking around. I got saw some Lord of the Rings books. You know, I'm a big Lord of the Rings guy. Yeah. Um, saw a couple other like uh, prequels to Lord of the Rings that I, I wanted to get, but I didn't. Um, but I I will. But um, yeah, Jess bought like five or six books. And uh, well, what are you reading? Uh, well, right now we're reading, uh, the great Gatsby. Okay. Um, and I've read that, I read that book in high school, at least, you know, yes. maybe half Gosh, of it okay. or a third of it. Yeah. Uh, I saw the movie. That was an okay, easy read. So, that was easy. Continue. It, yeah. It, it's, it's not a bad read. Yeah. Short, short. Okay. Oh, sorry, Mr. Book. Oh my gosh. No. Uh, right. <laughs> um, Outlander. Have you ever, you know what Outlander is? No, I, I don't. I feel like it's seen uh, the cover, but it's a, it's a, so it's a TV show that, that me and Jess really like, um, on Netflix. Uh, it's, it's great. It's like five, five or six seasons. Um, but now I got the book, I got the book right here okay. <clears throat> about, uh, it's about Scotland. Oh, yeah, oh yeah. 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 So I, uh, I get into like a story mode when I start reading books. It's actually kind of fun. So, um, yeah, I mean, trying to trying to read a little bit. Um, I want to read the Lord of the Rings, like the the Similarian, which is like the yeah. prequel uh, to, to the Lord of the Rings, and, and I want to read that. I, I haven't been able to find it, but once I do, The Hobbit is like one of the only books that I've ever Absolutely. read, <laughs> like start to front yeah okay. um when i was a when i was a <laughs> when i was a, a young lad so uh start to finish i should say nah. um <laughs> so yeah um after the game on saturday uh we went out uh coach av who, who's our head coach um invited us to go um to like a seafood restaurant uh like a local place and it was some of the best seafood I ever had, man. It was it was really good. I mean, this place was was definitely in uh, in a local area. It was it was off the beaten path a little bit, but it was it was really good and uh, had some some good uh, calamari, crabs, some nice scallops, oyster soup. So it was uh, it was damn good. It was damn good. The Philippines know how to do seafood, that's for sure. All right. Um... I like. It. I guess you know. Maybe we'll have to get a, a true uh, book club going on here. Maybe we'll add that to a part of. Uh... You know who's a big reader? Kevin. No. Oh. Oh God. 
I don't think I've ever seen in my entire life my dad read a book, re- rereading a book. Uh, Lucas Williamson. Well, yeah, dude, he's an intellect. He was always reading. Yeah, I know. I've talked to him about this. Him and Ryan Spiegel. Yeah, he, he, he was a big reader, yeah. so maybe he inspired me a little bit. Um, but also, there's just, I don't know. They got a lot of bookstores here, so. Yeah. Good. Keep, keep us updated on the pod. Um, I guess that, that's all I, I need for Black oh, we, uh, I got one Good. more. The game we're playing tomorrow yeah. it is uh, where Thrilla and Manila happened. Wow. Okay. That's where we're playing. Araneta. Is it like huge? Or... So got, uh, well, William, I haven't been okay. yet, so... Well, maybe on next next week's pod we'll uh, we'll talk a little bit about it. But it's, it's supposed to, I think it's like a big dome. Yeah. So uh yeah, it'll be interesting to see some history. Um I was actually actually went went and uh pulled up I'm actually while I was waiting for you to get on this podcast uh today, yeah. I was uh watching that fight. It's a pretty good fight. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I should I should black be and white. That. Yeah. The Ali stuff is amazing. Like every documentary about him is freaking awesome. Okay, um, let's uh, let's get in this interview with uh, Mr. Wallace. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we would now like to welcome on a very special guest, Loyola assistant coach, coach uh, me and Will for three years, me for two years, uh, coach Patrick Wallace. AKA Patty Dub, P. Wallace goes by many names. Pat, what's up? What's up, Craig? How you doing, man? How, I, thanks for having me on, Will and Craig. Appreciate y'all. Yes, sir. Uh, Pat, you guys just started practice. Um, obviously, a ton of new faces. We're gonna get into that a little bit. I want to hear about it. Um, what's uh, what's the vibe right now? What's 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 the attitude with this this fresh group? The vibe's good, man. Uh, obviously, you know, it kind of has a similar vibe to like 1920 with like seven or eight new faces, um, you know, just like <laughs> coming back from like, you know, like having a different team, like you don't have yeah, yeah. guys coming back. Yeah. Um, it's kind of reshaping a little bit, but yeah, it's been good. Uh, we just had an off day yesterday. We got a third practice today, you know, got to hit the uh, the video library for some, for some post doubles, for some, you know, transition D. Showing some uh, uh, transition defense, Cameron Crutwick clips with six eyes, six arms. I mean, it's some shadows. It's it's uh, a classic right now. No, it's going well. We're, our our group is, you know, we got a lot of edge, and we got we got a good group, so we're excited. Yeah, like with with all that teaching, I'm sure that's going on. Sometimes that that's good for everyone. I mean, I'm I'm sure you guys you guys think that way is just going back through and being like real simple about some really really important things. Um, you know, I, I'm interested like. I kind of want to hear your uh, your guys' thought process or just like your process in general um, going from year to year now. I mean, I guess it's the, the second year of the, the Drew, Drew Val- Valentine regime. Um, obviously, last year you guys kind of put your own spin on everything and, and both you and Drew were, were key parts of that. What was your kind of summer like in terms of like reviewing maybe what you guys wanted to do differently as a staff like as far as x's and o's or you know like do you guys 
critique like last season at all you go through that at all i mean obviously guys got a ton out of us but yeah and then with this new group um like like what do you expect to do differently yeah, that's a great question. question. So we obviously we do an offensive and defensive evaluation after every year. We go through, you know, pretty much everything. Uh, we do one at Christmas break, and then we do one at the end of the year. So basically, it's like kind of non-con and conference um, breakdown. Right. So basically, we'll go through and offensively. So me and Drew went through things that we we really did well that we could continue to add. You know, obviously against switching, non-switching. You know, all those different kind of things. Ball screen coverages that hurt us. Uh, whether that's one through five switch or wh- whatever it is, we, we kind of evaluate that. Um, and then defensively, we'll evaluate like, you know, different ball screen coverages we can play, right? Because like not everyone's crud, not everyone's Huddy, not everyone's Chris Knight. You got new guys coming in. So there's different strengths that they have that maybe Crud didn't have or something that Bryce has that Crud didn't have, you know. Um, so we kind of evaluate that. Um, and then, you know, as we put in new stuff, I think we went super simple this summer. We didn't we didn't try to overload them with stuff. Like last summer, we could put in a million stuff because everyone knew what our system was and what we were doing. Mm-hmm. Terminology. I think this summer was just about the language um, and putting it in and, and helping guys and holding guys accountable and like learning our terms and speaking in our terms. A lot of times, you know, you want to be in film and you want the guys to speak your language back because that, that kind of gets everyone aligned. Um and then offensively, just putting in new stuff, like we're trying to stay simple, but also, you know, we push our guys' limits, as you guys know, um, as putting stuff in. But, you know, just you really, as the season goes on, you kind of see who your where your strengths are. Um, and obviously adding to Marquise Braden and Tom and Huddy and, you know, every, all the other returners, like it's important. Like, you know, our, our transfers coming in, I think, is we can yeah. evaluate what they, what they did well at their last school. Um, in their port, in their in, when they went in the portal, so yeah, gotcha. That's good yeah. here. Like, okay, summer workouts are kind of summer workouts, right? Like, you're you're teaching guys, you're you know, you're, you're teaching them, you know, what they expect, how a practice looks like, but but it's not practice, you know. Like, there's a there's a certain you know, there's some workouts, and you guys went to France this year, so you had some legitimate practices, but still, like, there's no games in sight, really. I mean, France, there were games, but there's no, like, real games. Like, there's a first game of the year, you know, that's, like, now what you guys are working towards. Like, how does the, um, you know, like, back when, when Moser, when I was, you know, playing and Moser there, like, the first couple of days of practice and then, like, leading up, like, I could definitely tell the intensity went like way up, you know, like as far as um, just like how he expected things to be done, how he, you know, the pace of practice. So like are guys uh, used to that or, or, you know, is there, is there like a new level of intensity coming because now there is, you know, now there is games in sight. Yeah, that's a great question. I think Drew did a good job this summer, like keeping it at that game level intensity in terms of like, treating France like they were real games. Um, yeah. We, we didn't full-on scout like we normally do, like you guys know how to do. But we did prepare like we were going to play a game. Um, yeah. It was kind of more internal scouts when we went to France. Like things we did well, things we didn't do well. You know, obviously we were super yeah. simple. We didn't have a lot of stuff in. But, um, yeah, I think our guys have already felt that, like, game pressure um, just in terms of from France. I think that kind of gave us a, an opportunity to kind of see guys and like the game, like atmosphere, you know, there's fans there. There's like, it's like a real yeah. game. Now we didn't have the, you know, the sheets up and, and the personnel and all that stuff to go with it. But 
we uh yeah I think the intensity obviously like we were talking about the other day as a staff like day one of practice doesn't really feel like day one anymore it's just kind of like we've been working out and we had games this summer so yeah but I mean obviously we're excited we got Marquette um uh, or I guess I don't know if I should tell you guys that but we got a scrimmage coming up in mid-October um and you know nice. really, really excited insider information yeah man really excited about all right so, so. Just, just help you. We, we would have broken that and gotten the word from that anyway. So right. it's fine. I think most everyone that listens to this podcast is a huge Loyola fan okay. and some of the biggest and best. So they're all aware of that. So don't, don't worry. Um, and we will, we will get into that when the time comes. I'm excited okay. for that. Um, but uh, I guess w- with it, um, I mean. I'm sure everyone can kind of hear just from the way Patty's talking. I mean, from the day you got here, you started as a video coordinator and uh, worked your way up through the ranks. I mean, you are a great video coordinator, kind of, or video guy, I should say. Watching Santa and basketball, you love it. Um, I'd, I'd, I'd say right now you've kind of filled the role as, as like slightly like an offensive coordinator a little bit. I mean, you definitely bring a lot to the table yep. um, outside of that as far as skills and, you know, we should also say each assistant gets an even amount of scouts and you break that down with us throughout the year too. Yep. But uh, something the the other coaches started calling you was uh, Patty McVeigh. <laughs> so uh, I really don't know the exact origin. I can make some connections. Do you have some ex- explanation to that? Yeah. Or Yeah, it just goes, I mean, just, it kind of obviously Drew, you know, Drew loves to give people nicknames. He he gave me that one just because I do. I mean, obviously, I help a lot with the offense. So he gave, yeah. he gave me that one. I think it was uh, we were in uh, I can't remember. Maybe it was in, we were at Vanderbilt or something the night before, and I I kind of went to him with three or four offensive adjustments, and he was like, "You're Patty McVeigh," and I was like, yeah. "All right, I can I can rock with that." I mean, that's a that's a hell of a compliment. I'll take it. Yeah. Um, obviously, Sean McVeigh's a, a lot more successful than I am, but yeah, no, I'll, I'll take it. I'll take it. That's, that's that was a. We should note that was an awesome offensive game. I mean, I I got in the game against Vanderbilt, so we clearly had some extreme success. Yeah. So, <laughs> is there is there not any not anything with Patty McVeigh as far as the the personal life? Um, gotta say congratulations. Yeah. Patty just got engaged to Megan McCown. Uh, some are saying like a major power couple in the Midwest in the city of Chicago, uh, broadcaster over at Big Ten. She covers the sky too. Um, yep. I guess congratulations. Like that's awesome. I, it, it, I, I would totally agree with what I'm hearing as far as being a power couple. Yeah, man. She's she brings the most power. So, uh, yeah, Megan McEwen. She uh, she yeah she works oh, Big gosh. Ten Network. Now you're good. She um. Uh, she works at Big Ten Network. She works, you know, sideline reporting for football. She's doing women's and men's basketball. She's got some good stuff coming up, too. And, um, yeah, it's exciting. She I actually met her at the Richmond game. We played Richmond. She did our game against Richmond ah. in the film after. Nice. She asked me to take a picture of her. I mean, obviously, I, I don't know. I guess she thought I'd look good just getting the film out, out, off the hard drive. I don't know. <laughs> Nice. And then uh, I took a picture of her, and yeah, the rest is kind of Dude. history. I'm I'm glad you found someone that you can go home and continue talking basketball with. Uh, to to, to your uh, your needs, so that's that's great. 
Um, Big fan of playing playing in the elbow too, Brett. You like it? <laughs> I uh, I don't know. I saw a picture. You, you either posted a picture or something. You guys were taking pictures, and there was a basketball in the pictures, and I was like, <laughs> "Yeah, that, that is That's that true, is." You guys found your match there because yeah, we found our match, man. I mean, shoot, she loves she loves the Princeton offense. She loves playing splits. <laughs> what, what else does she want? Right? I mean, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like relationship pictures, yeah. Bring the basketball, all right? Yeah, hey, come on, bring that's, it. That's, that's pretty cool. That's pretty cool. That's I like cool, it. Man. Does she uh, does she sit with you at home when you're watching the Finland U19 globs? <laughs> Yeah, she 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 uh she was breaking down some Spain actions earlier this summer with me. Okay. She asking, gotcha. She was asking me, should we slip out or should we set the screen? I was like, I don't know. It depends yeah. if they're switching or not. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. It depends on the, the coverage, you know. Who knows? <laughs> What's yeah. the best way to guard a Spain action? Switch switch everything. With even with the big? The big switches? Like, you can pre switch it. Yeah, you, you got to keep the big low and just switch switch the yeah. guy on the ball takes a Spain guy and the guy who's spanning take the ball as quickly as possible. I think right, right, right. and the and the big just drops back. Yeah, big drops drop back. Yes. Doesn't get screened. Yeah, you don't want to move, crud. Just keep you low, man. No, right, okay. That that that's like generally that's how normally you would guard it, right? Like the big, just worry about getting over the screen and then the guard switch it. Yeah. Gold squad, gold squad running Spain actions last year was so boring because they were just sitting on it. Like, why are we still doing this? Like, what are we doing here? So, gold, gold, correct, gold, correct, you got anything? The gold team couldn't guard last year, man. We couldn't do it. But um, no, they I couldn't know, guard last year. Good, I want to know um, how the local establishments on Sheridan <laughs> Avenue are doing. Um, what do you mean? You know. The tropical smoothies. Oh, okay. Are you still? Are you still? Are you still uh, the most frequent? The highest value food? customer. No, I'm yeah, actually, you still? I've, I've gotten off the tropical smoothie, man. It was that was like that was a COVID swing, man. I'm hitting. I think I got my Chipotle. Chipotle's been crazy lately, man. You know, you, you go in okay. swings, you hit you hit different spots. Like I you think, hit swings. I think Chipotle, and you know, I had a I had a summer fling with Blaze. You know, I had a little cheese mm. action. <laughs> Trying to die down. I'll, I'll, never, to I'll never forget when, uh, I don't know, somehow, you. Yeah, it was a COVID thing, and you were at Tropical Smoothie, like, every day. And then one day, all of a sudden, like, you got, we were at practice or something, and, and you were like, you guys want a Tropical Smoothie? And I was like, sure. Like, why would they just, why would they just give us all? <laughs> Smoothies, like I don't know. It's like come to find out, you're just there every day, and they, and they're like, you know, you, you want uh, we'll bring in some smoothies for the whole team because you you've paid all of our salaries for the last six months. They brought they brought fifty mini smoothies, man. I remember that. That was great. That was a great day. I actually forgot about that. They need to do that. Oh yeah. Hopefully Chipotle does the same thing here soon, man. We need to have a little burrito bowl uh, buffet, man. Maybe we need to get you. <laughs> Like uh, you know, a poster or something like out, out in front of Chipotle, like a little, you know. I mean, nil deal for for the coach, hey, that'd for be, an assistant coach. That'd be great, man. Not right next to your statue. <laughs> oh yeah, <laughs> your statue next to Duncan. Exactly. Yeah. Not not my Gentile. The iced coffee. They're gonna have. Yeah. They're gonna have a. Are you a coffee guy? No, I'm not. But I always saw you walking through that little uh, street behind. Montserrat with with the big coffee and your flip flops. 
Yeah. Yeah. Just trying to. I feel like we regularly saw each other out on the street. You were, you know, whatever. You were going to CVS. I I could remember seeing you at CVS getting just snacks. (laughs) Hey, Pat, what's up? (laughs) He's got a uh, a bag of chips and a a candy bar in his hand. Yeah, I'm going to the office, man. All right. See ya. (laughs) Had to grab a Mountain Dew, man. A little, little midday Mountain yeah, Dew. Yeah, Mountain Dew. <laughs> All right. Yeah. All right, Pat. So also on top of uh, you know all, all the all the film stuff, you do this scheme stuff. Uh, you're also great at player development. You you run that in practices a little bit too. Um, and then obviously the assistants kind of take different guys throughout the year and kind of focus on them and doing individual stuff. Yep. Uh, who are some guys right now with this new group that you're really, really spending a lot of time with? Well, obviously, I've spent a lot of time with Braden the past four years, which has been a lot of fun. Yeah. I mean, every day getting after it. Um, Sheldon Edwards and Jalen Quinn are probably the two two new guys that I've been working with a lot. Uh, Jamiro Wilson, uh, Lehigh transfer. Okay. Um, cool. So, yeah, it's been fun to like attack some new you know weaknesses of guys that haven't been here before, and, and you know, yeah. kind of go through that with them a little bit. Um, you know, I think that's a big piece of what Loyola basketball has been all about. You know, player development, yeah. getting guys better. I think that the thing that separates Loyola is like the the truth we coach with. Like we're so honest with our players. Yeah. It makes guys like really attack what they what they have to get better at. We're not sugarcoating anything. And I think that starts with Coach Valentine. He does a really good job of that. Yeah. He empowers us as our staff to you know develop our guys and, and be honest and and try to help them as much as we can um, to be the best they can be. And and obviously when they're the best they can be, our team's gonna be the best we can be. So yeah, it's been a lot of fun. I think you know with Jalen Quinn. Continuing working on off the dribble shooting, Sheldon Edwards, you know, obviously was a really good player at Valpo for two years, um, and then came to yeah. us, and you know, just learning our terminology, learning you know how he kind of fits with what we do, um, and then Jamiro Wilson, I think he played a, kind of a different role at Lehigh than um, you know, obviously he was a second leading scorer there, and now you know he's got to you know be kind of playing around Braden and Bryce and, and Marquise and Huddy and Tom. He's, yeah. you know, kind of being, you know, making catch and shoot threes, being a cutter, being a guy that can, you know, move that thing in four game, buck, buck got guy. Nice. Um, so, All yeah, right. it's been fun. Defense, defender. Defender, yeah. Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, yeah Crut knows him. Yeah, um, yeah, man. Mike Weinstein. I should say, yeah. there was a time, there was a time, Pat, I guess for everyone else, when Coach Patrick Wallace was – Maybe the best shooter in the gym. Yeah. Probably was. Yeah. Um, for a period there. I've heard that's not the case anymore. Wow. I mean, actually I should I should say I should say you were kinda washing away a little bit last year. Wow. Who said that? This this I, I forget. When I when I was working out with Lucas, I someone maybe it was it might be Huddy or someone. They they said you just no, is you know who it was? It's definitely Smythe. Smythe Smythe said you don't have it anymore. Well Smythe well Smythe is you yeah. know. Smythe, like his usage this summer, like on gold team, like I was getting him shot after shot, but after <laughs> you might you might have screwed with me. I love me it. coming off the screen. Yeah. No, I gotta show you guys. I gotta start showing some film, man. I mean, I okay. one practice with a couple ISOs. I mean, I'm just saying, yeah. No, nah, I'm just kidding. Nah, Smythe. You're... I I I don't think I'm. You know, obviously, as a good shooter, you got to think you're the best shooter in the gym. But yeah, you know, I'm 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 probably the best shooter in our staff games. That's probably it, though. We got okay. dudes that can I once I once witnessed Patrick Wallace make five half court shots in a row. Five of them. Effort. Effort. 
effortlessly, by the way. Jump shots, not like one-handed, one-foot, yeah. like, you know, floaters. No, jump shots. Yep, from half court at Valpo, baby. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. okay, that might not count then because that, you know, that the well, what rim was it on? 9-9 nine, nine on, yeah. on the far side. No, no, it was, nine, on, it was nine. on the rim closest to the door. Yeah, that's yeah, the that's, that's the small one. Oh shoot, yeah. Well, if you don't want to count it, you don't yeah, have it. That's, that's a small one. Five in a row, man. Like that's yes, it is. That's tough to do in a nerf hoop. Yeah, I'll I'll count. I'll count it. I'll count it. I I'll never forget that. I'll never forget that. Hey, man. Jump shots. Exactly. You gotta have, you gotta have your legs in it, and you had a good game after that too. So I mean, it, it, obviously that always helps. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that's true. All right, Pat. Well, thank you so much for. Coming on, get a little fill of uh, loyal basketball. What almost a month away from uh, the season? We're excited for you guys, um, and we'll definitely check check back in with you at some point. So uh, thanks for coming on. Thanks for having me, guys. Go Ramblers! All right, go yes. Blitters! All right, Crut. Um, another good one. Thanks so much to Patty Wallace for coming on. You can you can see why we're uh, so confident in him and and excited for uh, the Blitters this year. Crut, like we said, Bears gunning for a three and one against the Giants. Colts two one and one against the Titans. Pretty pretty hopeful looking weekend. Um, and then obviously the Colts have a tie almost once every year. Did they have we, a tie we, last year? I still didn't. You asked me this on the podcast. I still didn't look it up last year. All right, Colts. Look at. They definitely had a tie last year with the Titans. I mean, if you get this, that's pretty impressive. I feel like they have in the past couple of years. No. It's not pulling up. I wonder if there's ever been a team with two tides in a year. That's that's also a good question. Maybe that's the Colts' goal this year. Dude, I'm looking at this. Colts have not had the tie in the last three years. Okay. Maybe I'm wrong. Yeah. Maybe it's the Titans. They've had a yeah. The Titans had what the missed field goal one, right? Yeah. Missed yeah okay, maybe it's the Titans, but uh-huh. maybe you guys tie again, two ties in a year. I no, that'd be terrible. I wonder how that works in the in the playoff picture. Again, I already said it. I don't mind the tie with the seventeen games because now we're back to even wins and losses. So I'm telling you, you guys are going to have another tie this year. Two ties in one year. I would not wish that upon my worst enemy. <laughs> yeah. We're going to monitor that. We're going to monitor that. Okay. Tie watch. Tie okay. Crut, good luck tomorrow. We'll talk uh, next week. See ya. Go All Blurs. Right. Go Blurs.
Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube. You know when you're listening to a true crime story that has an unbelievable plot twist that makes you stop in your tracks? That's what our podcast, People Are the Worst, brings you with each episode. I'm Rachel. And I'm Rebecca. We're identical twins who love true crime cases that make you say, didn't see that coming, and we hate the people responsible for them. Listen to People Are the Worst now on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts.